The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Boy, did I love the movie Unbroken. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. There's a new movie in theaters September 14th called Unbroken Path to Redemption. It's the rest of the true story of Louis Zamperini, an Olympic runner and later prisoner of war hero in World War II. It's his life after war. It compassionately shows how he worked through his demons and his anger, and more importantly, found peace with God. Unbroken Path to Redemption is especially timely and is in theaters September 14th. Check out unbrokenfilm.com, unbrokenfilm.com. An apparent homosexual man puts out a couple of tweets, uh, excuse me, tweets out a couple of text exchanges, screen grabs that he had with an aunt of his about attending his gay wedding. Yes. And the, these again were screen grabs, so these were pictures, but the message was when your family will not attend your gay wedding. When your Christian family won't RSVP to your gay wedding. And his point being that there, you'll see, um, I guess the overall point is a bit of hypocrisy he's trying to make. Okay. He writes or texted, hi, Aunt Diane, I haven't received your RSVP yet, so I just wanted to know if you or Uncle Keith are going to make it to the rehearsal dinner and wedding slash reception. She responds, "Uh, I'm sorry, I'm late. Keith cracked ribs and we've been preoccupied. I love you very much. But as a Christian, we won't be able to celebrate this occasion. Please know you have always been extra special to me and always will be. You are in, you are daily in my prayers. How would you respond to uh, somebody that you love, that you just love so much, and yet they're homosexual and you're a Christian and don't feel comfortable going to their wedding? First of all, do you go to the wedding? There's a whole debate. How Mm -hmm. do you handle that? We'll get to that in a minute. But if you've decided you're not going to go based on your Christian values and you're not trying to insult them, you're not trying to judge them or preach, how do you handle it? I think she nailed it. <clears throat> I, I, give, I give her a nine. I don't know what else she could have said. So you're right. I, maybe there's something nine. Yes, maybe she could nine. have softened it a little bit more little with bit another more. and said, I'm mm-hmm. not judging you or something. But you're yeah. right, Chris. I'll give it a nine. I'll give her a nine. She wrote, I love you very much. As Christians, we won't be able to celebrate this occasion. Please know you've always been extra special to me and always will be. You're daily in my prayers. Now, maybe he misunderstood the daily prayers that that was being condescending or something. Oh, trying to pray the gay out of him. Right. Folks, if you're not a Christian, if you're not religious, if you're gay, whatever, prayers for Christians in most religions, that's, that's something good. It's like I'm meditation. Not, I'm not praying the gay away. No. I am. I want so much for you mm-hmm. that I'm praying for you, that I'm trying to get as much good for you as possible. It's like an honor. It absolutely it's is. you honoring that person. <clears throat> there it is. So he responds in such a bizarre way. Okay. Hi, Aunt Diane. Thank you for responding and not being cowardly like others in my mom and dad's family. Okay. A little triggered already. Passive aggressive, right? Very. Okay. Then he writes, it's unfortunate you decided to act on your, in quotations, Christian values on my wedding day and didn't act on them when you had an abortion in Tennessee. Whoa. Come on, That escalated pretty quick. That went from zero to 100 in two words. 
He writes, it's amazing how selective your Christian values decide to be. He closes with, I thought you were the one person in the family who would love your neighbor as yourself and judge not that ye be judged, that ye shall not be judged. But I guess maybe you're using those values today. Or you're not using those values today. Okay, so many fails here. Dude, you're going off on her on something you don't believe or, or don't understand. Don't understand. You don't understand. And probably don't believe. And don't believe. <clears throat> if you want her to respect you for your homotype sexual lifestyle and accept it, then you've got to accept her for her Christian lifestyle and beliefs. The world is filled with this right now. America is filled with this. You people are filled with hate. How dare you hate? I'm going to go ahead and say represent reprehensible things and hate you. But I'm going to do that while calling out your hate. The double standard is crazy. You're not even willing to, in many cases, understand what somebody else is saying and doing. They're doing not off the cuff. Most of what we do is because we believe in something, wrong or right. You can be the most empty vessel when it comes to beliefs and spirituality, doing right, doing wrong, political, any of this stuff. And yet what you're doing still is based on your beliefs. You could spend every day lying on a couch in your parents' basement playing video games. No other care in the world other than the next hot pocket you're going to eat. That's it. And yet you still have a certain right from wrong moral code maybe within that video game. How dare they do that? You don't do that when you're playing this game. You did this, right? There's an etiquette that you did not follow. And by the way, when I went up to get my Hot Pockets, somebody ate the last Philadelphia uh, uh, cheesesteak Hot Pocket and didn't buy any more. And now I'm left only with the, uh, the Italian. And everybody knows the Philly is better, right? There's a certain morality to this stuff. Even they have it. And what's it based on? Their beliefs, their own personal little hurt feelings that's what we all do so if you're out there pissed off at trump or somebody on the left or somebody on the right how dare they do this they're doing it because of something that they feel something that they have right or wrong and if you care about human beings and humanity as christians or you're out there preaching against the hate of those people that love trump you're ignoring the humanity of everybody that you're blasting, that somewhere in there, there's a little person that is saying, I'm driven to do this because of something that I value, right or wrong. You don't care about their feelings. Now, I'm not talking about feel that something does that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about as you go through your day, don't you want people to have a fine day? Do you enjoy if you're going through the day, go, oh my gosh, look at all that suffering. Look at those people who are suffering. Most of us do not. I would think outside of John Wayne Gacy, people like that, that you probably don't enjoy suffering. Probably don't like seeing it. So you want to see people do well. Well, why aren't you taking that into consideration when somebody's out there triggered? Even those dingbat Antifa people. Many, some are getting paid and shipped in, but many of them are triggered because they see fascism on the other side. Well, holy S word, I want to fight fascism too. 
I just don't want to be a communist and do it because I'm also fighting communism. It's the Louis C.K. thing. He did a stand-up bit where he walks out and goes, so about abortion. <laughs> That's his verse. And he, he lays out the both sides. But to his credit, he actually lays out what we pro-life people feel and understand. And he's progressive. He goes, think about this, people on the left that are pro-abortion. The people on the right that are anti-abortion believe that in that building where abortions are happening, they're killing children. (laughs) If you understand that, whether you agree with it's children or just a fetus, right? We believe they're killing children. You got to see their point. They have a point. So while you may, you may be debating, oh, you're stupid. It's this clump of cells and you're denying science and whatever. Okay, fine. Can you at least understand? I am so passionate about this because there's a building that it's legal to kill children. Remember, you're out there separating children from people. I see that, but in the ultimate, because you're killing them, (laughs) right? That's what we believe. So with this, you have to understand, your aunt doesn't want to come to your gay wedding. She said she loved you. She said, you've always been special to me. You always will be, and I'm going to always have you in my prayers. I love you. She's not saying, fag, die, fag. She's not the Westboro Baptist Church, not doing any of that stuff. She's saying, obviously, this was not an easy decision. I had to make it. I love you. I'll do whatever I can for you, but I just can't be there for that. And she probably, she probably also prayed for that decision, for guidance on how to deal with it. Right, that. exactly. Which we all have to make. Yes. I will tell you my way of dealing with something like this and how I would handle this. I've never been approached about attending a gay wedding, mm-hmm. but if I was, um, I'll tell you how I would handle it. Okay. And how I would handle it is different from how you would handle it. Of course. Paul said, work out your own salvation. You have to decide what's right for you. And by the way, if you believe in your heart of hearts, if the Holy Spirit, the voice of God is speaking to your conscience, telling you do or do not do something, and it is that pronounced, and I come along because it's telling me something different for me, and I convince you to follow my way, I'm guilty of leading you astray. And the same thing. Work out your own salvation, what's right for you. If someone approached me, and I've thought about this before, we'd had this discussion. If I found out Autumn was a man. Yes. That's Chris's fiance. I would not attend the ceremony. Because that is a, a religious service yeah. to me. Yes. It's... Uh... Even if it's not done in a religious setting, setting is with still. a religious piece, to me, that's that's it, right? Yes. Okay. Because that's the, the union. Yes. That is the covenant. Man, woman, God. Man, man, God's not working. Woman, woman, God's not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sheep, man, tree, God. Nope, no, it's not working. Got yep. it. So I wouldn't go. But I would likely go to the, the reception. reception if you were that close to me. Yes. To show my support. That may seem like I'm threading the needle, and I am. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's copping out. No. Because would you go to a wedding of an atheist? Hmm. Man, woman, getting married by justice of peace, and they go to the reception. I'll bet all kinds of people would. Of course. I'll bet even if they're not atheists, it's not a religious ceremony, would you go? Sure. So 
God wasn't a part of their ceremony officially. Maybe they're atheists, not. A, would you go to would you go to a Jewish ceremony? Wicked. Would you go to the reception? A lot of people would say, well, I may go to a um how about Muslim? Very close. Muslims are primarily pretty conservative. They take it a little far, burqas, throwing people off of roofs, right? But they are conservative in in their values. They lean more that way, even some traditional patriarchal societies, stuff like this. But they are. So would you go? Right? Great friend, Cal. Cal's getting married. I love Cal. Cal's awesome. Cal's one of our BFFs. Cal would do anything for me. I know that. I not so much for him. But he would definitely do. He loves me. He thinks I'm (laughs) tremendous. So I would go. Would you feel comfortable going to a Muslim church or a service mm-hmm. or a mosque. Jewish mosque with, would you go to a uh, Sikh, mm-hmm. whatever? So you go, I don't know if I feel comfortable. What's, it's not my religion. I don't want to bow a knee to, you know, another God, another God. That's not. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Maybe I just don't go to that, but I'll go to the, so I kind of look at it like that. Plus if the food's good, of course, mm-hmm. I mean. You know, what? who's catering? Where is this going to be? <laughs> so I have figured that piece out for myself, mm-hmm. that I can go and support you, something like this. Would you go to a homosexual couple's house? Would you have dinner with mm. them? You see? Yeah. yeah. They're married. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. They're, you're going to their house, mm-hmm. but you didn't go to their wedding? Would she invite, would the aunt invite this gay couple over to her house for Christmas, or just a dinner, mm. whatever? Probably. Of course. So now you have a married couple acting as a married couple, legally in America, a married couple, mm-hmm. and you're having them over your house? Hey, Christian, if you're going to take it to the point of you're not, I wash my hands of your ceremony and reception altogether. Yeah, you come hang out at my house as a married couple. <clears throat> if they stayed a long weekend at your house, would they stay in the same bedroom? Hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Unless you are going to go ahead full extreme Christian and denounce all of it, Mm -hmm. man, oh man, that's going to be a very difficult life for you. And if it's your kids, how are you going to do this? Have you thought about that? You getting, you pregnant? I thought about that. You pregnant right now? Great. Do you have kids right now? Okay. (laughs) What happens when they grow up and go, mom, dad, I'm fabulous. Or, mom, dad, I'm going to play safe softball professionally. <clears throat> what are you going to do? You're going to cut them out of your life and never see them again? Mm. You got some hard decisions to make when it comes to this. I've made these decisions that said, love the person, not their actions. Yep, which the Bible tells us that. Ta-da! If we were loving each other based exclusively on our actions, Oof. there'd be no love going around. Because we all sin, we all do wrong. And one of the failures the Christian church has made, oh my golly, Christian churches love to tell you how homosexuality is a greater sin. They will say this, sometimes specifically that. Yes. And almost across the board, they will tell you it is the greater sin in a roundabout way. By always mentioning it every dang week at church, it's, well, homosexuality, the gays. They love to talk about this. And why? Because a lot of people are disgusted at the Mm -hmm. thought. That's what it comes down to. Your homosexuality and boop, they go right to that image, right? That's it. It's not a greater sin. It's a sin. 
One of the continuing sins with homosexuality is the denial that it's a sin, and then you continue to engage in the act. Being homosexual, being gay, having those desires is not a sin. Guess what? I have a desire every day to murder somebody. I have a desire just about every day. I could just get that knife and just run them right through. You SOB, get out of the left lane. Mm-hmm. Those little thoughts, those little things pop up, but I don't act on them, and they're not real. It's fleeting. We all get frustrated. Uh, just about every day, you're like, oh my gosh, look at her. Mm-hmm. Right? That's. Mm-hmm. We have those. That's natural. It's being human, it's part of who we are. It's the continuing to let that linger, the coveting of it. It's not the bing that it pops in your head. I have fantasies about robbing banks and stealing from people. Uh, <clears throat> I've driven. I'm like, okay, here we go. I could just do this and rob that. And you break I'll into call that this house. person and oop, <clears throat> nailed it. Right. It. It's the coveting of, yes. which is a sin, and then the acting on it. So I think the, the, the aunt got it primarily right. Yes. But we don't know the rest of it. If she's, yes. if she's not handling it right the rest yes. of the way, she's wrong. This guy got it wrong because you're now challenging her on her abortion. Yes. You're being an ass. Are you loving her? She was at least loving you in that text message back and forth. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. pray for you. I love you. I'm sorry. Are you understanding her Christianity while demanding that she understand your homosexuality? No. And you have to dredge up something that is probably painful. Now, if she's out there going, abortions are fabulous, everyone needs to have one, and you know what? There was nothing wrong with my abortion. Then she's wrong to continue to deny something that is wrong. Yes. If she found this a painful decision, Mm. making the wrong decision, and since then has been like, I shouldn't have done this, abortion is wrong, this is horrible, I sinned, I shouldn't, whatever. Then she has stopped sinning with regard to that. Yes. But if you say, I'm getting married, and every night, hoi, 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 you're continuing to do something that is a sin. But you're going to call her out on her one-time abortion, assuming that she has, since yes. then, um, repented for it. You're not repenting for your homosexuality. You're still doing it. Ta-da. I just find this fascinating and that you would be so triggered. You're asking her to love you regardless of something that she holds supremely dear. Mm -hmm. And yet you're unwilling to treat her well. You're triggered because somebody you love has upset you. She's called you out on something that she believes, not even telling you, you need to stop doing that. Not trying to convert him from this exchange we had. Nope. I find this exchange so simple with so many little angles to it and fascinating. This is a life lesson out there. 100%. If you're Christian and you haven't put all these things in order and you're not treating people well, you are failing. If you as a parent have not thought, what's going to happen if they come to me? I thought my oldest son, when he was in utero, I was like, okay, What happens if he comes out and eventually tells me everything I don't want to hear? If he's out there, out there, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I love you. (laughs) How am I going to deal with this? In fact, I think I would find that more troubling than I'm fabulous. (laughs) Dad, I'm part of the Liberace Review that's touring America. I'm fabulous. (laughs) 
Hey, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another program that I think you're going to like. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you hear yourself saying, feels pretty good to see somebody rub their nose in it, you may be addicted to outrage. We've expressed our outrage at everyone and everything that is different. Every thumbs up is like a dopamine surge and every retweet is a serotonin hit. In my new book, Addicted to Outrage, we bring clarity to this addiction. If enough of us can just drop our anger and outrage, we might just stand a chance to heal ourselves. Addicted to Outrage by Glenn Beck. Pre-order now at glennbeck.com slash addicted to outrage. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.